0: Hey guys, welcome back again to the Cut, Light, and Smoke podcast. We have been gone for a little bit, but we are back in 2024 for your viewing and or listening pleasure. My name is Bradley. I'm joined by my co-host, JB. JB, say what's up to the fine people at home. What's going on? Yeah, yeah. Today we're going to get into it today. And we're, ta- we're smoking a new cigar that none of us have ever smoked before, and we're talking about the multiverse, JB. Are you excited about the multiverse? Maybe. Maybe. Okay, we're going to talk about the multiverse a little bit and talking about little things here and there. So if you're a guy and you're watching any kind of things from Hollywood or anything produced recently in the last 10 years, the multiverse and or other dimensions have been all over Hollywood. We're going to be talking about that today and what that means for us as men and cigar smokers. But I don't know if that has anything to do with cigar smoking other than what if the cigars in other dimensions are better than the ones that we have here. Have you ever thought about that? Yeah, it kind of gets you a little bit when you say it that way. But tell what we're smoking today, JB. Hold up the uh, the the uh, camera and show them. Uh, it's the Acme
1: Selection Number One. I know absolutely not a thing about this cigar.
0: Yeah, if you ever wanted a uh, an absolute uh, generic cigar, this is it, evidently, because it's Acme. If you would, and when you think of Acme, what do you think about? Oh, dude, Looney Tunes. Of dude. course, dude. Yeah, Acme this, Acme that. You know, the Road Runner and uh, Wile E. Coyote. You know, yeah, dude. absolutely. So. Uh, it, it looks to be a Connecticut. I'll say that. It looks to be a Connecticut. It looks fairly decent, you know, if you would. So, But, Jamie, I've never smoked this. This is, this. this is a cigar by PDR Cigars, so Piero Del Rio Cigars uh, by Abe Flores. So we're going to give it a shot and say what we think as we talk about what we're talking about. So we are coming to you live from the Huddle Up Store Studios here in sunny Phoenix, where it has been absolutely way too cold to do a podcast because it's been about 30 degrees outside. But now we're back in the warehouse, and it's I'd say it's a cool crisp, probably 62 63 but today it's going to be uh, 64 degrees outside actually it's kind of kind of kind of getting warmer if you would so but since we're used to about 70 75 degrees in the winter all of us are freezing because in Phoenix I've said this a million times it is a proven historical scientific fact that water freezes at 60 degrees. so you can pray for us because we're going through winter very hard now so uh, if you believe that water really freezes at 60 degrees I don't know what to do for you because that's a joke that nobody laughed at but that's okay. Uh, JB, what do you know about the cigar? Nothing. Nothing. We've not done any research. We have no, uh, no knowledge of this regard whatsoever. And these were gifted to us by uh, Abe Flores. So we're just we're just kind of doing a review on them, and uh, we'll see what this thing's like and how it actually progresses. So, um, when it comes to multiverses, JB, have you heard of this theory before?
1: Uh. I would say, I don't know, necessarily know earlier, like early on growing up, I don't necessarily know that I ever heard the word multiverse, but I probably definitely talked a lot about multiple dimensions Mm -hmm. or there, or there being a fourth, a possible fourth dimension that most humans can't naturally get into.
0: Okay. So when we talk about multiverse, I think it's different than multi-dimensions. So we'll talk about the
1: two. It definitely has to be different in my opinion. Right.
0: So if there's multi-dimensions out there, we know there's three for sure, you know, possibly a fourth, but uh, there's definitely multi-dimensions out there and science has proven that there's there's, there's possibly infinite dimensions out there. When it comes to verses, they're talking about simultaneous parallel universes that run parallel to ours and there could be an insurmountable amount of them as well. Why do you feel that Hollywood is absolutely enamored with this idea? I'm just curious on, on that on you.
1: You know, that's a really good question. I don't know. Um, I'm not really sure. There's uh I I don't know if people just have this this otherworldly concept of like what what life would be like if things were different. Mm-hmm. Or if it's just like um or if it's like uh somebody said something the other day. I was watching this guy mm-hmm. and he said that and I don't know how much context I want to go into on this at the moment, but he basically said something along the lines of Satan is more heavenly minded than us worldly minded humans. Okay. And it had something to do with like um Satan initially was in heaven, got kicked out of heaven, but never actually saw what heaven was going to look like when it was paradise. True. True. So there's a theory that he continually tries to recreate that on earth using people because he cannot himself create, right? So bad influence to people, which causes people to do things like build the Tower of Babel, blah, 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 right? So um, I don't know. Maybe there's something that has to do with that. Maybe there's like a, maybe they're messing with people's mind and making people think that like there's better worlds out there or there's better, there's 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 other universes that you exist in. You're doing the things that you you really want to do, right? Yeah, I don't know, man. It's it's very interesting.
0: Well, I, I I would I heard it said this way. You know, God creates and Satan distorts. Yes. you know, God God, God or cre- destroys. Yeah, destroys. I mean, he's obviously the destroyer. But I mean, the, what 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 God makes good, Satan always destroy distorts as evil. God creates sex. Satan Satan manipulates that. You know, God creates. All the things that we enjoy and Satan tends to make gods out of the things that we enjoy. For like, example, the, the Bills and Steelers are going to be playing a <laughs> uh, playoff game, right? We all like football. A lot of us like football. So, But there's a the difference between liking football and worshiping a team. I'm telling you right now, <laughs> there are people who worship. Football teams. Yeah. I mean, you, you've seen it. I mean, it, it I'm going to get, you,
1: we might have to cut that out because no. I don't know if I can make that face on YouTube and you, not get banned for you it. Can,
0: you can use it. You can use it. It's, it's fair use, fair trade use. I didn't use like any hard, hard R words. No. no. Not, it, all I will say this, all, all I will say about this is that what you spend your time, talent, and energy doing is your God, mm-hmm. obviously. Ta- time, talent, and energy. I mean, what you spend your most of your time thinking about and everything else like that. So a lot of, for, for a lot of people, sports are a great escape from reality and you're, you're enjoying things, but there are people who take it a little bit too far and, and go crazy into that. So Let's, obviously I,
1: I want to rift on something for a second. Okay. Because I Let's think, riff. I
0: think, I think it's a good
1: thing to hit on before we continue down this rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. We, we talked about God and we brought up, you know, that, that aspect of it, right? Sure. You brought it up. I didn't. Well, well, it came up, right? We, we brought it up. It came I'm, up. I'm just joking. I'm so, just joking. yeah, but it's a valid fact because if there, if there's a belief that there is multiple universes, mm-hmm or multiple renditions of this universe sure. in different trials, mm-hmm. right? Well then then you're then you're leaning more towards like okay, then then you're challenging a creator. Mm-hmm. Right? So that's that's one. Mm-hmm. Or you're saying that he we were lied to, right? And that we're not the only thing that was created and that he's just got all these little experiments going just to see which one screws up worse, right? Right. Or you believe in like a simulation theory. Because right. if there is a God, the, then there the, wouldn't be the Matrix. The matrix, yeah, yeah. Then there wouldn't be multiple universes, mm-hmm. per se. Well, I, what's the Bible say about that?
0: Well, I, I, well, let me let me let me let me kick you back a little bit. Yeah, to something yeah, yeah, yeah. You said I think it's important to recognize that we're not the first person to ever talk about multiverses. No, we're not the first culture to ever talk about that. This this is this is long long held. If you go back in Greek mythology and all these other Homer's Iliad and everything like that, you're going to see people talking about multiverses and so on and so forth. And they may not call it multiverses like we've created a cool name for it. But I mean, essentially what you see with Greek gods and everything else like that, those were never real. They were myths and everything like that. And everybody knows that. Now people took it to an extreme where they actually started believing that they were real and that they were to be worshiped and everything else like that. And and they created practices around these gods uh, for their own benefit uh, that was intended for pleasure, i.e., you know, Diana, the goddess of 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 love and or, or pleasure, if you would. So uh in different Greco-Roman texts, she's named different things, but there's a whole prostitution ring around Diana where people would go in the temple and the way they worship was to have sex with multiple women. You know, so and that's why people would line up and say, yeah, that's a religion I worship, go for it, you know. Uh and what's fascinating is a lot of the worshippers weren't women, they were men. Ha ha, figure that one out for yourself. Um so but they were temple prostitutes and everything. And that was something that is biblically known. You can actually see it in the scriptures where uh, the Apostle Paul in particular is talking about that in the, in the city of Ephesus. And if you want mm. look at a, a church in the Bible, the, city, the church of Ephesus is mentioned more than any other church in the Bible. Um, so, yeah, so is this idea of multiverses new? It's not new, but I think the the spin and or the, the idea of it being so prominent in culture is something that I, I'm, I'm just really interested in. So much so the brand new uh, Christian film company called Angel Studios is created a new you know a, a brand new uh movie called The Shift if you would and The Shift is is talking about this this multiverse again now fair warning i've never seen the movie I, I i've seen the the preview and or the trailer of the movie i believe and i think it's it's interesting you know um but i wanted to i wanted to ask this because i think it's becoming very very prominent in probably the last um Four or five movies I've seen and one of the TV shows I actually love called Monarch is talking about these parallel universes or parallel dimensions or what have you. Uh, And they use dimension and universe in a confusing way. So a dimension would be different. It'd be like in our current reality, just a different view of our current reality. Yeah,
1: see, I believe 100 percent that there could be a fourth dimension or a dimension that angels and demons play in that we potentially don't access which is also where like you get ghosts and things like that and sure spirits right sure
0: sure. and i would I would agree with that i would absolutely agree yeah. with that there's a dimension that we don't see and cats live there um, too yeah cats are demonic they're crazy but you have four of them or something like that don't you like five ten how many cats do you have two one how many cats do you have three you have three okay I knew it was somewhere in there so um but those cats go in and out of portals in your house and end up in different places oh, they keep like
1: all that. the beans that go in and out of the portals out of the
0: house there we go there we go i think that's what the egyptians said we'd have to go into that but whatever I, I know. We're, we're, we're getting off topic but here's my here's my thought as we're talking about this let's take a let's take a break real quick and we'll come back to it but tell me about the cigar and what you're tasting so far it's different i don't know if it's like um like a salted nuttiness
1: but it's unique i'd say it's a payday bar It'd be salty, nutty. It's a, yeah, it's a pity bar.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Got a, a slight caramel in there. Um, it's it's a kinetic, kinetic wrapper. Obviously, it looks like kinetic Got a little it, spice. Maybe a Des wrapper. I'm not sure. Um, yeah, very slight white white pepper, but yeah, caramel nuttiness is what I have on there. So yeah, pity bar, pity bar. So Acme, Acme. I don't know if you can see this Acme by PDR. Pity yeah, bar. pity bar. There's a sweetness. Mm-hmm.
1: Little spice. But yeah, like a saltiness.
0: Oh yeah. Oh. But speaking of saltiness, a lot of people aren't salty about this multi dimension thing, you know, and they start talking about, you know, interdimensional things like it's like it's like it's almost a reality. Do you think more people think that there's a possibility of multiverses versus dimensions? And do you think there's a reason that we're being programmed to think that? Dun, mm. dun, dun. See, yeah. See, I don't, get yeah.
1: At. See, I don't know. I don't know what the play would be to have multiple dimensions. Like, like, how does that benefit anybody, or not dimensions, but multiple universes or multiple parallel universes? Like, what, what would how what would that benefit? So, how, how would that benefit us knowing that? And how would it how
0: would it benefit us to make people think that that existed? Like, what would be the benefit? Well, here, here's let, let me take you down the rabbit hole a little bit. So, um, the whole thing with UFO and the Project Bluebeam. Right. You got Project Bluebeam where the the government is supposedly testing holographic images and so on and so forth and possibly projecting these holographic images of UFOs all over the world. Okay, Part of what they want to do with Project Bluebeam, if you've done the conspiracy theory search on this, is that they would kind of replicate the second coming of Christ through UFOs. That's kind of what they want to do. And holograms. Yeah. And holograms and everything else like that. We know the technology already exists. We know that already. We, the stuff that we can do with technology is. Oh, un- yeah, dude. They put Tupac on stage one time and uh, people were like, what the. F- yeah, exactly. Tupac? Yeah, th- I mean, they've done it with Tupac, Adam Levine, Snoop Dogg and it with a bunch of people. Right. So didn't China put some city up in the sky or was that fake? Uh, I saw the video on that. I don't know. But it sounds like a project blue Bluebeam thing. You know, I'm yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure it could be. So,
1: well, all the alien stuff was project like uh, the original project. Uh, right. Pat was uh, Project Blue Book. Mm-hmm. So it's always something blue. Usually.
0: Right. Right. <laughs> And I, I don't know why they, they chose blue instead of red. Maybe it's a nicer color to them. Because
1: they're in the ocean, dude.
0: That's possibly. That's possibly why it is. But here, here's, the, here's, my, here's my thought. We know that the government has, has absolutely, the U.S. government in particular, has influence over Hollywood. We, that's been proven. That's not something that we're, we're, we're debating at all or anything else like that. We know there has been programming going on for the last hundred years. At least since the fifties, right? In in Hollywood, there's been a tremendous amount of programming. The government wants to program people to believe something or think something. They do stuff to it. Uh, and there was a slew of alien movies. There's a slew now of multi-dimensional movies. There mm-hmm. just is. I mean, Avengers, things like that. Uh, there's a there's a there's a show I watch right now called Monarch on Apple TV, which I think is really really good. Uh, and that plays along with that as well. But there's there's tons of these multiverses. There's a couple of th- reasons why I think it's important to talk about. One um is the government trying to prepare people for something that they want to propose as a multiverse. That we've cracked the the thing for the multiverse or will that will that come in the next 10 to 15 years. Like hey, we've been doing that now. So for example, the whole the whole or interdimensional beings. Right, right. So the 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 whole different thing, I mean, is this here's here's my here's my skepticism of it. Is the government preparing people to not be freaked out by what they see because they've been seeing this all along or they've been programming it all along in Hollywood. And then when you see it, it's essentially a Hollywood movie. It's a produced production put on by a fancy government agency to fool people into control and into, like, submission to whatever the government wants. For example, if aliens were attacking and the government's like, okay, that's it, New World Order, we got to take over everything and so on and so forth, how many people in the U.S. do you think would just bend the knee to the government to do that? Well, I think a lot of people would. A ton of people would. Yeah. Yeah. A ton of people would. We already know that we already know the COVID experiment. We already know what happened there. Okay. Where like half of us, you know, took, took a, took a vaccine, you know, all of a sudden, and that still wasn't proven. And we don't know what the ramifications are. We know there's a lot of bad ramifications for it right now. And people have been experiencing some crazy stuff. Okay. Now, is that to blame on the government? Is that to blame on the people? We, you know, I'm, I'm not here to make the blames or anything like that or just to say the facts are you can go look them up for yourself on the World Health Organization that is purportedly reporting that there's been several different cases that are problematic if you would and not just several but thousands if you would so but during that time the government took control of the states wouldn't you say at least tried they tried to but they they were successful in many states very successful now not not nearly as much as it was here it wasn't very successful in the state of Arizona because a lot of us stayed open, a lot of us kept doing business and everything else like that. Uh, but there's a lot of people here that successfully closed, and businesses did not open back up after that. Yeah, you know, if you would. So, my my whole proponent of this whole thing, my whole idea of talking about this is, um, you have to watch what you're being programmed with. So whenever I watch entertaining movies or entertaining things like that, I always think, what are they trying to say? What are they trying to do? What is being preached at this moment? Because you're being preached at by a million different people. I mean, you're being preached at. You're being preached at it by us by right now. So I mean, you're being you're being preached at by I mean all the David Goggins guys, all the like all the guys that like Joe Rogan, all the guys that like you know Alpha Male, whatever it's gonna Red Pill community. You you are still being preached at, and you're being sold, you know, an idealistic ideology, you know, that maybe sometimes doesn't fit into every box that you're trying to check, if you would. So, but there's there's a couple things I just wanted to f- fixate on and say, what are we being what are we being told? Right now, and what are we trying? What, what what are they trying to sell us on at this point? And can you see that this is happening now with this multi event, this multiverse, this multidimension thing? I think the multidimension thing is much more fascinating than the multiverse. I don't think the multiverse thing is at all possible whatsoever. I just no? don't. No, no, I don't. And I say that because if if it was in theory, and I, I know what the theory is, and I've studied the theory briefly. Not, I'm not a rocket science or anything like that. But that would make time travel completely plausible. And I think if there's time if time travel is plausible, that means God is not God. And there's no consequences for what happened in the past or what happens in the future. Mm. You know, that that's I, I fully believe that. I think that's a rationalistic logical logical way of thinking about time existence if you come from a if you come from a place of faith looking at it. If you don't come from a place of faith and you think everything's up in the air and so on and so forth, I guess you would say that it's, you know, absolutely plausible and yeah. maybe something you think about. But if you come from a place of faith and you're like Okay, well, that takes you out of responsibility for what happens during time. You you know what's interesting about that? Hmm. A lot of
1: the guys that try to create um, time travel or anything like that and they do it the right, like they end up doing it pretty correctly. Mm -hmm. And they they use sound waves and they use different frequencies. Mm -hmm. There are rumors that they have opened up portals. Yeah, that I've, could I've be a that. dimensional thing, not necessarily a multiverse thing.
0: Yeah, I know there's a video f- floating around. It's been debunked, I think, since uh, on YouTube, where a guy was in like Sedona and he was trying to open up a portal in a oh hotel yeah because it's room.
1: supposed to be vortexes up there. He wouldn't. Right. He, he wouldn't open in the hotel room, right, dude. Right. Come on, it's gonna be. Yeah, he, he had some kind of frequency
0: mountain. and so on and so forth. And you know, I know there's a lot about frequencies right now and everything else that, that we're learning. It, it, it's fascinating. It's a fascinating time to be alive because. You got AI involved in that. You got frequency involved in that. You got a bunch of other things happening right now that uh, prior generations weren't privy to. To be honest, the technology that we have now, they weren't privy to.
1: Well, we're know? assuming that, right? Because we're sure, assuming sure. that our, our ancestors didn't know that they could bang a drum at a certain frequency or, or hard enough and watch something vibrate across sand. You know what I mean? Like we don't we don't know what they did and didn't know as far as, as that stuff goes. As
0: far as the writings are concerned, we don't have enough evidence right. to show that. I agree that. with that. Yeah, enough enough evidence to show that. Now do they have actually have some technology that we we possibly have today. I mean, it's very possible. It's very we've we've seen things, and I think mean, Joe Rogan's had on multiple people that have have, have shown that civilizations have existed in certain places that are now deserts because of the worldwide flood that we all know and the bible talked about uh it is true every world religion every major culture talks about the worldwide flood and everything like that maybe that's what killed the dinosaurs i don't know uh, maybe that's why nessie is still around somewhere <laughs> i don't know um but i i i want to i want to hit on this because i think that there's there's enough people that are being programmed to think about these multi-dimensions and multiverses. That it just kind of goes in one, one ear and out the other just by nature of the fact that it's like, oh, it's just it's Hollywood. It's kind of a fun idea. Now, granted, it's a great idea. It's fun. It's enjoyable. It's, it's, it's entertaining, if you would. But every time you're being entertained, don't forget there's always messages being preached. Every time you're being entertained, there's always messages being preached. And so the more entertaining somebody is, by nature of the fact the serotonin levels going up in your head, you're giving credence to what they're saying. I mean, I'm just, I'm just saying, and we know that from studies upon studies upon studies of people that have listened to certain things that were really enjoyable for them to listen to, whether it be rhythm or anything else like that, but the message was very detrimental to their lives, and then it's, it ends up wrecking their lives. I'm just asking the question, what if that's being done in a knowledgeable way by people at the top manipulating the people at the bottom through Hollywood? necessarily. So, and I'm not saying that all Hollywood's bad or anything like that. I do think it's very interesting that a lot of these actors who are A-list actors are now finding spots on these like Christian, like Angel Studios and Sound of Sound of Freedom type, you know, movies, if you would, because they won't have sex with anybody on camera. They won't do anything that, you know, would, uh, you know, absolve their Christian faith from them as far as their testimony in public or anything else like that. That's a big thing. And that's happening more and more and more, you know, and so there's a lot of guys that have been blacklisted in Hollywood because of their faith. Well, we know, is, yeah,
1: we know. Like even like the Terry Crews story, we know. Even some of the stuff like Cat Williams just recently said about like, um, oh, how we not talk about Cat? He's Williams, like, dude. Well, oh, because everybody else is. Yeah, but um, <laughs> it's like he said, he's like, I'm in here. I'm Cat Williams. What all you monks do to get in here?
0: Oh yeah, oh yeah. Well, Cat Williams. I mean, who did you? Look. Uh, well, he he said he said it very clearly on the podcast. Club Shay Shay, dude. He said a very class. I didn't, I didn't I didn't blow somebody to get in here. Who did right. you blow? Harvey Weinstein? Yeah, that's exactly what he said. You know, so I I think that I think it's important because you do have people in our in our times that aren't afraid to speak up and say things and call people out, and Cat Williams is one of those voices. I think Joe Rogan's one of those voices to be quite honest. Um Jordan Peterson, other people like that. And instead of just re- re- you know, categorizing them categoring, categorically dismissing them all as red pill, you know, Takers or what have you. I think what you ended up doing is going okay. So there are some questions they're asking that I've always thought and I'm really trying to, you know, curious about. And the more you go down that rabbit hole, the more you start realizing some of the things that they say are really, really, really true. Mm. And I'm surprised that no one's talked about this necessarily. I don't know if it's not necessarily a, a critical conversation, but I think the programming of Hollywood, how we know we have gov- government documents that have made their way to the forefront of how the government has influenced. Hollywood, and every major TV network there is, I think is a worthwhile discussion, you know, and then what are we being programmed to think now for the future of our, even our country as it exists? You know, that's going to be kind of a, a, a big thing in the future. I mean, we're on, we're on election year right now, it's 2024. Okay, in, no, in November of this year, we're going to elect a new president. Mm. You know, that's going to, some of the stuff, I mean, how you, how programming is done right now on television and in the entertainment industry, well, dramatically, and on social media, don't forget that. My gosh, I'm not how do I forget that. And on social media, will greatly influence how you vote. Would you agree with that? You
1: know, it would. I don't know. I've never paid attention that way. It it wouldn't surprise me that they would do that, right? Let's. I'll be honest on that at least. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know that I've paid um, enough attention to see outside of the political ads and the blah blah blah, right? Um, if anything that comes out the year prior or the year of an election, if there was anything that was kind of poking one way or another or poking mm-hmm. things, if there was ever a year that that would happen, I feel like you would really notice it this year. Well,
0: I think everyone's ears are up this year. Yeah. I think everyone's attention spans are, are, are longer this year than just shorter. I think it's – the. the it, we have the most to gain or lose in
1: this election than we have in any of the other ones.
0: Okay, so let's 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 camp out on this for a second. You're saying this this election has the most to gain or lose on this election. Tease that Since out. Since I've you. been alive, I, I think so. I, I'm I'm not disagreeing with you at all. Yeah. I, what I'm asking you is tease that out for me. And and what ways do you think this election is a make or break thing for our country in particular?
1: Well, there's uh, I mean, everything from the economy to relationships with other countries to. Um, relationships with ourselves inside of our own country, um, internal c- uh, country policies um, and even just like even just overall mental health, right? like okay, this is gonna sound really, really bad for a second, but I need you to understand it. When you have a leader like that that people lose faith in, um, Who are you talking about? Right uh, the United States, right? Okay, like, yeah. there, there's there's not a lot of faith in, there, in the leader that we have at the moment, right? Yeah, Joe Biden. Go ahead. And if you look at countries that have really strong leaders that people really believe in, even if they're the nastiest people that we think that are, exist on the planet, mm-hmm. they get people behind them. Right. 100%. But look at the mindset of those people and look at the mindset of people like in America right now, for example, like, Mm -hmm. um, like go tell a Russian you're going to beat his ass right now. Never going to happen. Not right now. Yeah. Maybe maybe after a whole gallon of vodka. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Right. Go tell a Russian you're going to whip his ass right now.
0: Mm hmm. Mm hmm.
1: Go tell a Russian you're going to go fight with Ukraine against him and see what he says.
0: Mm hmm. Oh, yeah.
1: Come into America and tell an American you're going to whip his ass.
0: Yeah. But we'll we'll need a safe space for that. I mean, depends who you ask, right? Like,
1: But I'm serious, though. Like, it's weird. Uh, Even a football team, dude, look what a good leader on a football team can do to a football team. A head coach or a quarterback or even,
0: like, a head basketball player can do – can move mountains – do, do you mean like Dan Campbell from the Detroit Lions, who took yeah, an dude. absolute loser of a, of a dynasty, an absolute losing dynasty, dude, and Joe turned Flacco. them around? Oh, 100% with Joe the Joe Flacco. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. When, when, when somebody like that, get, okay, so without
1: getting long-winded, we have the most or a lot to loom with our own mental and instability as far as what we believe in ourselves as a country and in ourselves individually, right? Like right now, I think that there's a low morale or self-esteem as it pertains to the U.S. as a whole. Mm-hmm. And that affects a lot more than
0: you think. Yes, I would say the one of the biggest detriments to our country is we don't have an identity right now. We, we, don't have a, we don't have a strong American identity. No. And, and the minute you start talking about that, people start screaming nationalism. You know, well, you, you want to be a nationalist. You want to be, you know, America first and you're a Trumper or whatever else. Yeah. And so versus, well, before it was never that way. Before it was like, hey, we just want to have an identity as a country and go forward into what we're, what, we're, what we're planning on doing and everything else like that. But now we have to politicize everything that we say. I think that's something that people are getting sick of as well. Is politicizing every little, the, the political scrutiny of anything that you say, including the podcast that we're on right now, will be continually scrutinized for all of time, depending and trying to put people in in certain categories simply because we're asking questions, you know. And I think you do the same thing with, with with like the whole the Cat Williams thing. Cat Williams, what you just talked about. Cat Williams is telling telling the truth as that's the truth, the bar none truth. And then everybody else comes out and identifies it and says. Yeah, he isn't lying. Cat Cat Williams doesn't lie. Just so you know, and as a result of that, people are like, "Oh my gosh, this is, this stuff is substantiated." I guess the question that I'm that I'm really trying to get at is, what will be substantiated in the next ten to fifteen years, predicated on what we're talking about right now? And if it's the <laughs> identity of America, if it's the identity of America, and how we've been duped, and I, let me ask it, you, something, in a way, it's not, the fate of the free world, bro, uh, uh, because we lead that. We we lead the free world. That's a that's a thing that's not that's not nationalistic whatsoever. It's true. We lead the, the free world in a Amer- as America goes because we're, so we're goes the freest the world. country. Yeah, hundred percent. We have we have freedoms here that haven't even thought about in in, in certain parts of the world, and people want to just throw that away and just be like, oh, it's a don't we worry take it, it for ve- we, we yes <laughs> we take it for granted. Yes, hundred percent. Well, I I think what you're what you're displaying is what most. Americans feel right now they're frustrated yeah they're frustrated with where we are in America where we are in the economy and everything else like that because it and I'll, I'll I'll camp out on the economy real quick for a second because that hits everybody whether you know it or not everybody it hits everybody particularly the middle class which we're in and a majority of people that are listening to this are in right now and so if you're in middle class and if you're in the middle class and you remember two or three years ago where you weren't paying nearly as much for gas or groceries in particular things that hit that we all buy all the time Okay. Now you're paying double, sometimes triple, depending on where you live. You know, in America, and that is absolutely predicated on politicians' deals backdoor. T- tell me how. Yeah, tell me crazy. how
1: a double, a double, a Mick double, not even a double cheeseburger. Take off that extra slice of cheese. Tell me how that just randomly went from like a dollar fifty to five dollars. Yeah, five bucks, dude.
0: For a a double. Five bucks. Yeah, for a double cheeseburger. Bruh. Yeah. Well, for for some for you to poison yourself anyway, and that's what's that's something else that I think is really interesting is that people who people who buy majority majority of their diets on fast food, if you would, and and I'm not condemning them because I was there before. It happens. Um, Sometimes that's 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 actually. It, it, and just so you know, this it's really interesting. And it used to be cheaper yeah, in a lot of ways. Exactly, and it still it still is cheaper than buying whole food. You could get free yeah. kids
1: meals for your kids at McDonald's. Why uh, wouldn't you take advantage of that?
0: hundred percent. But meanwhile, the the conspiracy around all that is that this is all controlled. We know that it's controlled by two companies, BlackRock and Vanguard. We know they control everything, the food, the drugs, everything else that we have in our society. It's making us sick and well and nourished and not nourished. And people think that it's it's insane to think this. Like It's insane to think like or to even question, like, does our government really want the best for us? Do they really want the best for us? Or are they, are they, are they pre- preparing us for something? They're preparing us for a time that they take over and they're like, hey, just trust us. We're now where government trust on both political spectrums are at an all-time low. Would you agree with that? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it doesn't matter where you're at in the political spectrum. If you're if you're if you're a Democrat or Republican or Independent in the middle, of it, no, hardly anybody trusts, you know, the government when, right now because you they have, have, they, we've been lied to so many times. I'll put
1: it this way, and then we can kind of we can kind of maybe segue back into the the, the dimensions. Yeah, are we in yeah, yeah, yeah. our own
0: dimension right now talking about this?
1: Yeah, I think we I think we switched in the middle. Did we? Okay, um, right. we, we got into a political one. Okay, we're in the political um, dimension. When you have people whose lifelong family's legacy Mm. was trying to create the Democratic Party that they wanted to create. Mm -hmm. And I'm talking about the Kennedys. Mm -hmm. And then you have somebody like Robert Kennedy who's like, I don't want to represent the Democratic Party, but I want to represent the Democratic Party because I want to make it better. But at the same time, he's like, how? Yeah, Like, when you have people that are leaving parties that they – were groomed in their entire life from their whole family, mm-hmm. Something's off.
0: <clears throat> well, absolutely and it it happens both ways, right? but something's off absolutely i i think I think one of the things that we're, we're we're really we're really on the precipice with our country in particular is that the the where the loyalties lie right now that we thought Democrat republican, um where the loyalties lie, they''re, they're not they're not there like they used to be. They're just not because we see well, that it's not to the people, it's to them to the people with the money. A hundred percent. Who has the money? And it, it's it's sad that in a in a day and age that we are in America, it's he with the most money wins. It just is. It's it's like that in the you know, the the litigations, it's like that in the lawsuits, it's I think like Jay-Z, that in everything I think Jay-Z else. Jay Z said something like that.
1: He who has the most will be at the all time high. Perfect time to say goodbye.
0: Oh yeah. I That's mean, not what he was meant, but I know. But I, I think that the reality is that if you're, I'll give you an example, man. If if you are a law abiding citizen, you're doing everything right and, and you're just, you're, you're, you're living your life and everything else like that. And all of a sudden you get a, you get a, a $50,000 tax bill of which you had no idea that you owed or anything else like that. And the government says, you owe us this, this $50,000. You're like, for what? And, I and you can't, you go to, you go to try to debate it. you're going to debate that with the IRS. You're gonna fight them in court. It's not easy. You're not gonna, you're not gonna be able to. You're not gonna win because you don't have the money for it. So the government come can come and take you. Not only that, but somebody the government can use certain government entities at this point to just break into your house, take you into custody. Oh uh, yeah, for no reason whatsoever. FEMA's a scary mofo. Oh dude, yeah, dude. Just the what happened in Hawaii. You know. Oh, that's
1: just that's just the tip of the iceberg. Yeah, that, that, I mean what, what they can do.
0: What happened in Hawaii? Well. What's fascinating, I, I can't wait to get him on here, but but hey, Jesus, the guy that was helping us with some video stuff, I can't wait to get him in here. He's got a really good company. We'll talk about that a little bit, but he went to Hawaii. Yeah. And he said that the things that we saw in Hawaii. Don't that, make sense. That I saw there, yeah, it, 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 A, it didn't make sense. Well, he's saying what everyone else said, but what has happened as a result of it? Nothing.
1: Oh, yeah, something happened. Yeah, nothing. Yeah, they're taking all the ash and all the waste, and they're putting it up in the mountains of Maui, and even though the people were trying to say no, and they're just dumping it there.
2: Why? Yeah.
0: Why? Because the government has over, overrun the people. Sounds like a good job. Yeah. It's it's a, it's an absolute it's an absolute tyranny that we live under at this point. And you know, I, I know that, that sounds really rash and it sounds really like overstated and everything else like that, but when it comes down to it, when I think it was Thomas Jefferson that said that when the government fears the when people fear the government, it's tyranny. And when government fears the people, it's liberty. And what we're getting to at this point is is tyranny. Because everyone fears everything. You know, and, and it, you see spikes on different things on YouTube and everything like that, like putting cops in their place and everything else like that. And we're not talking about the the good cops out there, but, but, but cops that just try to harass you for no reason. You know, they're asking you, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm just sitting here, I'm a law abiding citizen, I'm sitting here. In my I saw a guy literally get pulled up on who's eating McDonald's. They're like, what are you doing? It's like, see McDonald's, man. What's going on? I see your ID. He says, why? What, what crime am I committing outside of a very poor cha- <laughs> poor choice in fast food? <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what crime am I committing? Hey, I mean, what am I doing? And they just continue to question him and everything like that, trying to give him this ID and everything. And so we have we have the privacy, we have the, we have the First Amendment, and everything else like that freedom freedom of speech. All, all these things that are being taken away, away from us, time and time and time again. And I'm not trying to put put not, I'm not trying to put this podcast into a political one. What I'm saying though is that what if everything that we're being programmed right now within Hollywood is a preparation for something coming down the road? where the government takes over everything and says, just trust us, we know what's best. Just trust us. You don't know what's best for you. We know what's best for you.
1: I mean, that's definitely happening. It's definitely supposed to happen. Mm-hmm. You know, there's supposed to be one particular individual that unites the world, of, you know. And, oh, you're
0: talking about the Antichrist. Eh, now, now you're coming at, at, but, at, at it from biblical perspective. Well, you know, let's be
1: honest, though. It's supposed to happen, right? So what I don't understand, though, is... As it pertains to multiple universes, the mm-hmm. only reason that that would exist would be to just say, like, well, how could there be God? There's all these other universes
0: that exist. And what if that's the point? That's that, that's the only thing I could see being the point for. If, what if what if what if the multi dimension multi multiverse and everything? What if that is to discredit God, discredit the church? Have you seen the Paul Harvey thing? Paul Harvey, who's Paul Harvey? Paul Harvey. Paul Harvey. Good day. So Who? so so Paul Harvey is a is an old you know radio broadcaster from, like, the 40s and 50s and 60s. Okay, it's not okay. ringing a bell at the moment. Yeah, so okay. if you remember uh, WLW in Cincinnati, remember that, WLW radio station in Cincinnati? Okay, you weren't in Cincinnati. I listen to yet.
1: mostly Columbus stations. Columbus
0: stations, okay. So WLW is in Cincinnati. They always have a Paul Harvey thing, and Paul Harvey would just read kind of a cool little story, and he would say, Paul Harvey, good day. And Joe Rogan just had this on, and he, he had this he had this thing that he did, and I, think it was, I think it was, like, in, in 42 or 45, and he says, if, and it's called, If I Were the Devil, if I were the devil, and he starts out, and it's, it's, a, it's a systematic a systematic debunking and destructuring of the nuclear family, If I was the, the devil, this is yes. what I would do. And it, it's very simple. I would, I, would, I would start with the churches, he said. I would start with the churches. Yeah. I would start compromising on everything from sex to anything Man, else. I mean, you, It's you know, just incredible. You should absolutely, if you haven't seen this yet, don't watch Send me down it. another rabbit hole. Let's go. Down another rabbit hole. Let's go.
1: When did all this, re- man, okay, okay, as a kid, I started thinking, like, when did stuff really start getting weird for me? And I'm I'm a pretty, like, when it comes to weird stuff, my my brain remembers. Okay. And. What do you, define weird. Define weird. I'm, I'm getting there, I'm getting okay, there. Okay, So, I grew up in a lot of different religions, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, I remember that, yeah. In and out of a lot of different churches, a lot of different ideologies, and a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. But there was one thing That wasn't really a problem for a while. Um, Churches seemed pretty stable. Mm -hmm. Um, And I had an aunt that married into um, a Catholic family. So I had some cousins that were also Catholic. When it started coming out about the things going on with the boys, that's when I noticed things started getting weird.
0: That's that's actually part of the Paul Harvey thing. Are you serious? You should absolutely listen to it. In fact, what we're going to do real quick—I substantially gonna, remember that. Real quick, we're going to we're going to we're going to play this real quick. I, we can't probably play with pause. It. I'm going to let JB listen to this, and I'm going to let JB tell you what he says on this when we come back. And if you haven't seen that, we'll put a link in the description so you can see what Paul Harvey said all these years back about the dismantling of America, essentially. So we're going to pause it. We'll be right back.
2: If I were the devil, if I were the devil. And I could lure you into bed with diseases for which there is no cure. In other words, if I were the devil, I'd just keep right on doing what he's doing. Paul Harvey. Good day.
0: You know, and they're like, dude, we got you. Don't even worry about it. It's just, it was a beautiful time. Craig, Randy, Scott, they know who they are if they listen to this. Big helpers. uh, Dick, uh, Dick Layman at faith church was a big, big helper as well. Um, and, and just so we got back on our feet and we did ultimately. Um, but it was, it was one of those things that I remember when that hit, just how everybody was like, you know what, we got to get back to what reality is. I think that 2024, to be quite honest with you, JB will be the reality that hits us as a country that makes us probably get back to the reality that we're away from right now. And that mm-hmm. reality is that God should be at the center of everything that we do and not us at the center of everything that we do. Yeah. And so I think what you're going to find is people going, you know, and, and we see that and there, there's, there's so many different, um, uh, what's the what, what's word? So in 2024, it could be that, that year that brings us all back to reality. Uh, they're, they're proposing one of the hardest financial hits that we've ever had to our economy um, and which is fascinating because I think since it's election year, there will be lots of different things going up and down, up and down, up and down. Gas prices coming down and everything else like that, just to get you to vote and things like that. Um, so I, I think it's I think it's really interesting that we just we just saw Paul Harvey's thing and everything that he said is exactly what's happening. Oh, hundred! Everything that he mentioned
1: is happening hundred percent. What's crazy is everything that he mentioned. Some of it didn't even start happening until the 70s and 80s or the late 50s when the government started dumping in drugs into the, you know. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, what's crazy about him talking about people being basically given and addicted to pills mm-hmm. is exactly what we're seeing right now with fentanyl, with uh, oxycot, whatever, right? Name well, it.
0: Pills, pills in general. Yeah, I mean, name medications, it. medications in general. People are on more medications than they ever have been now. Oh, they yeah, really are. Yeah. And and the medical industry is so tied into big pharma that, I mean, doctors can't even, legally can't even say what they want want you to do. I mean, you diet or exercise, use Xampic. It's, it's a shot. It, it, who cares about the side effects? You'll, you'll lose weight. But well, what if that shot ends up killing you in the next 10 years? You know, you don't know that stuff. We don't know that. And I know, I know people are like, well, you don't know Xampic, Bradley. You're not a doctor. You're right, I'm not a doctor. But the point is, Is that there are certain things like when Paul Harvey said, you know, I would I would I would do everything I could to minimize intellectual discipline and maximize emotion. Mm. I mean, look what's happening right now in our school system. I mean, I have all the right in the world. If you don't believe this, I have all the right in the world to talk about this because my kids and my wife have been through the public school system in a way that is so detrimental to our family that I'll never ever ever recommend anyone doing public school again. Nobody. I would highly recommend you never sending your kids to public school. Because no matter what happens there, you you cannot control and or you cannot influence it enough that the government won't override you. Mm. Yeah, 100%. Had it with my wife. Had it with my kids. Through the my wife was a teacher for 15 years in the public school. Maybe less than that, more than that. I can't remember. Um, In the public school system. And nothing but absolute red tape all over everywhere that you go. When you want to do something right that we all know is the moral right thing to do, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, well, dude. You when a school
1: system can, I mean, look, using your business to make money is one thing, right? Oh, yeah. Being a school mm-hmm. system and using kids as a way for political and money gain oh, dude. is just, it's disgusting. I witnessed that personally firsthand. You, I'm not going to go into detail on it, but, and I know it, but it's its insane.
0: So, I know everyone's gonna go crazy on this one because my wife was part of it and everything else like that. But after we got down to the the deep roots of what red red for red was all about. When we looked at that, that, if you know the history of Phoenix and, and we had a big Red for Ed march, my wife was part of it and everything else like that, the political roots behind that and where the money actually went was all to the politicians. Yeah, it was. Very little went to the teachers. And and I mean, they're still so underpaid here to, in Arizona, it's not worth getting a four-year degree going into debt the amount that you would to actually recover that in the next 15 years. You still can't recover from the debt yeah, I think it's just crazy. You can't even make forty thousand dollars. You can, you make under forty thousand dollars as a high school or secondary ed teacher in Arizona. Yeah, when you come out, it's just it's true. It's, how, how how can you do? It? I mean, you can make that more, make more than that working fast food. Well Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, you really can.
1: I think Mesa school district just upped their pay to like a minimum fifty for teachers, but that's the only school district thank that God. I know of that's up that high. Yeah, for, for starting.
0: Yeah, I mean, why why would you ever work at place? I mean. Arizona is notorious for. A oh yeah, horrible, their school
1: systems are one of the bottom yeah. five typically. Yeah. I think even the bottom three a lot of times. They are.
0: They really are. Yeah. And that's why when it when it comes down to it, you're trying to figure out like what do you do with your kids and everything like that. Homeschool. Ton private of charter school. schools here, yeah, bro. Lots of charter schools are good as well. You know, um, but that's I mean you, you see where Paul Harvey said that you know, and every every time the government tends to stick its finger into something and try to try to organize it or run it, what happens? What uh, what happened? It goes uh, to crap. Goes to crap. Well, yeah, time. it doesn't normally doesn't it never normally does. benefit us. It never benefits anybody. It only benefits themselves. Yeah. The fat cats in the government, the political ones. They they're the ones that benefit from it. No no. no so this is the here, I'll give you an example. So, so I had this conversation with a with a let's say a young man, okay, uh, who said when this whole COVID thing hit, and he said you know, the, he got the forty five hundred dollars from the government, you know. Oh yeah yeah yeah, of, yeah yeah yeah. It's like yeah man I got that. I said I'd be careful with that man because they're gonna tax them. They cause, no they're gonna tax them. They give you. I said Are you kidding me? That's income, bro. That's taxable immediately. And when you got your taxes, JB, let me ask you a question. Were you taxed on that? I think so. Oh everybody was. Yeah. You? I don't Unless do I don't write, do I don't touch that stuff. My wife okay. does all that. So so does my wife. I Not, just get yelled at. One of the first things <laughs> one of the first things I did is to look at all of our taxes and to look at all these benefits and all these tax credits that we got. And we were taxed on every single credit the government gave you. Okay, so not only are they giving you the money, they're making sure that they're they're getting they're back. getting some of the money oh, back. Of course, man. Well, they it's got not... it back anyway because you spent it. Oh, of course, yeah. You spend it on that whole thing, and yeah, it's it's just it's just crazy. So all these boosts in the economy are false boosts, not actual boosts. So I, all that said, I think that 2024 is going to be kind of an interesting year for us. If it's if it's going to be something that we think that
1: <sighs> well, even just all the stuff going on. All over the world right now would right. indicate that this this year is going to be uh extremely different and, right. and probably really difficult
0: yeah I, I think outside the pandemic year years that we had um this year could prove to be one of the strongest um shifts you know in our country's history that would be a uh, uh hopefully a positive one or possibly even a negative one yeah it could go either what way happens, what happens. Well guys, we want to hear what you guys think at the very bottom of the uh, comments here. So drop a comment below if you would and let us know what you thought thought about, you know, the multi dimensions and everything we went to politically on this guy and so on so on and so forth. I know we're kind of free thought on this guy on, on this podcast with some of the things that we go down, but do you do you, I guess one of the questions yeah, I would the have multiverse, yeah. <laughs> I guess one of the questions I would have is um do you think we're onto something? Or do you think we're, you know, kind of crazy on this one? Do you think we're kind of cuckoo for cuckoo puffs? I
1: am probably am a little bit. You
0: know, um, if, uh, if, if if you think we are, just drop a comment below and let us know. If not, then, uh, you know, I appreciate you hanging with us for the hour that we gave you. So uh, thank you guys so much for listening to the Cut, Light, and Smoke podcast today. And uh, we're back up in here, and we're doing many more of these coming down. I know we've been off for a little bit, and holidays. We took, kind of took a break for it, but we'll be back almost with two or three of these a week. So... From the Cologne Light and Smoke podcast, I've been Bradley. This has been JB, and we are out of here like last year. Peace.